0: Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for you, a friend, or a loved one? If this is you, go to worldlargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer requests. And while you're there, please join our team of prayer warriors. Your angels say that prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt here on earth. Feel your angels' love right here, right now, as they surround you, and be on the lookout for positive, loving messages that are meant specifically for you in today's episode Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening Podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today, we're here with Deb, who has these beautiful angel stories to share with you of angels coming through with protection, helping us, guiding us in real time during our lives. Deb, thank you so much for for being here. Thanks for having me, Julie. Of course. So I'm just going to have you take it away and, and share your stories. Okay. The first
1: experience I had um, was quite a few years ago. My son was, and I were traveling up north to visit family and he was sitting in the back seat. And um, as I was driving along the highway, I came upon a white delivery truck and I was going to pass him. So I went into the passing lane. And as I was you know past probably his back bumper he started to come over and um, you know startled me i'm trying to find my horn to signal him that i'm right here and it just happened within seconds but the delivery truck went right through the front of my car wow and I, and i just i just couldn't believe it And I just said, um, I can't believe this guy isn't stopping to see if I'm all right. And then I, I just realized, well, he doesn't even know I'm there. So I pulled over and tried to get myself together for what had just happened. But went went up north, told my family about it, and just I just remember my father-in-law, just a thankful look on his face because you know he it's quite a a shocking thing to to say, you know, I had to, his car pass through mine, but I just really felt like Archangel Michael was there protecting us. I don't know what would have happened. I know our car would have flipped, you know?
0: So you felt like it actually like, like transparently, like crossed through Mm -hmm. because there was no collision.
1: No. And there was no way I could get out of the way. Wow. Yeah! Wow! Right. right, I know. Yes, so that really sparked my. You know, I knew angels were watching over me, and I just sparked my interest in reading more about angels and just hearing stories that other people had. Mm-hmm. And I was just amazed, you know, when <sighs> I read stories. Um, so, but anyway, I um. I mentioned my father in law, he was, um, he was my next story leads into that I um, was really close to him. And um, he was diagnosed with leukemia. And prognosis wasn't real good. But I came across these cross pins that um, I purchased for him, purchased one for me. I think his sister was having a hard time with this, and maybe it was his parents, too, just to kind of bring us all together and say, hey, we, ha- we have to keep praying about this. You know, miracles happen. We're just trying to give them some comfort, too. And I kept the pin in my jewelry box. And um, one day I went in there, and there was a little gold heart next to it, and I picked the heart up, and when I turned it over, I I hadn't purchased this. It just appeared. There is an indentation in the heart, so it was real distinctive. I could, you know, tell it apart from other other hearts. It was very distinctive. Anyway, I just thought, well, that's kind of strange. You know, this just appeared, and I'd go in and out of my jewelry box, and I'd see it, there, well, I was um, at a conference for work, and um, it was an overnight. We were there, I think you know had lunch was just sitting around the table, and I just kind of glanced down and i I saw this heart, and I thought this is strange, I didn't bring this with me you know <laughs> and um, so i I looked down and It was as if someone was in back of me speaking to me and said, Deb, this is your heart. Like, I need to pick it up. So I picked it up, turned it over, and sure enough, it had that indentation. And I'm just kind of looking around like, okay, did anybody else hear that? You know, no one was paying any attention to me, what was going on. So that was just another instance where I just was intrigued. Okay, this is just amazing. So I came back home, the heart, I put it in my jewelry box. And then I just remember one day looking for it and it wasn't in there. And I just had a feeling like it's time now that this heart belonged to somebody else. For some reason, I felt that way and I never saw it again. So that was kind of neat.
0: It's like... um. I think I watched this movie once and I I don't even remember the movie, but it's just coming back to me. What was like the magical pants or something? It's like the magical, mystical heart that keeps traveling around um, yeah. to whoever needs it. I love that.
1: Yeah. 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 So, yeah, from there, let's see. I mentioned my father-in-law. He did end up passing away. And the family was, of course, grieving. And at the same time, I was working on my master's. I had two young kids. And when they would go to bed, that's when I would start working on my paper, you know. And I was kind of towards the end of my paper and trying to tie everything together, conclude every, you know, make it sound, I don't know, the way I, I wanted it to wrap up. And anyway, I just was having such a hard time. I just, I had writer's block, nothing would come to me. And I just remember laying my pen down and I said, Lord, I just can't do this. You know, I'm grieving, I'm stressed out, I'm trying to get to the end of this. And I just really need your help to guide me how, how do I get this done? And um, I just prayed for a little bit and picked up my pen. And this is where automatic writing came into um, my life. It was just as if God was right there with me. His angels were there. I I think you've mentioned, is it Gabrielle? It's a writing
0: angel.
1: I just, the words were there. The thoughts, everything flowed. And I just... I just remember being thank- so thankful. You know, I just wanted to get this done. And, um, yeah, so that intrigued the whole automatic writing. And I, I kind of stepped away from that for a while. And it's since in the last, well, maybe year and a half, have come back to it and really embraced that gift, Yeah, really. Yeah. So Can we talk um,
0: about that for a second, because I think yeah. this is fascinating. And it, it's actually something that the angels are bringing in. Um, but I don't know that we've talked about on the show before. So to me, automatic writing is a tool, right? And it helps you really build your intuition. And a lot of people, I feel like um, the way that I want to say this, the way that they're bringing it through is that no two souls are alike. Right, So what works for Deb might work different for Julie, might work different for Paula over here, and that's okay, right? So some something that the angels just need to communicate here is that some people use automatic writing at the beginning as a tool in order to hear their angels more clearly or loved ones more clearly, and then they hear the whispers during the day right? And then you start to hear it because you start to know what that sounds like. And so maybe they step away from the automatic writing piece a bit. I need everybody to hear it. That's okay. And it's okay too if you step away from it for a bit and you're like, wait, I'm kind of going through a period in my life where things are really loud. I need to center in. Go back to your automatic writing because it'll help you zero in and focus on what The messages are coming through to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just been amazing. You know, I say a little prayer before I sit down and just, um, any, ask God to send through things that I'm meant to know at this time, you know? Yeah. And it's just been awesome.
0: Yeah. And you can always start by asking questions too, you know, Mm -hmm. and we wake up every day in our lives and every day is different for us. You're going to have different questions. Mm
1: Yeah. Um, another, st- uh, another story I have is this was back in the time when we had, um, JC Penney's and, um, Sears catalog departments. Yeah. And I was going to pick up my, my order and I went into the the store and there were a lot of people in there. So I took a number and as I took my number, I you know stepped back and I just noticed a, a man standing by me, and I just had a really uncomfortable feeling um, standing by him i didn't know if i i I sensed a lot of anger, but maybe like danger even, and I was just not comfortable, so I just um, tried to you know I'm just waiting for them to call my number uncomfortably waiting. And I looked up and at the counter, there was a little girl in a pink dress and she, she had a a necklace that she was kind of playing with and looking at and looking at me. And she, she looked up at me and I'm just, she, she just glowed. She was peaceful, just filled with, you know, just the eye contact she had with me was just amazing. And I was kind of looking around to see if other people must be noticing this young girl. I looked to see if there was mother there with her. And um, as I'm doing this, look down and look back up and she was gone. And I was trying to see where she went. And I never, she just kind of disappeared. And I didn't know if, you know, after thinking about this after it happened, would I didn't know, was she comforting me because I was really uncomfortable by this guy? I didn't I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. But anyway, then his number was called and he went up to the counter to get his order and he was just happy as can be. Huh. So I, you know, I didn't know, okay what that was all about, but I felt she was an angel because yeah. she just really, you know it was just beautiful.
0: Yeah. it's interesting. Um, really sensitive empaths feel emotions to such a high degree that oftentimes they don't figure out that what they're feeling isn't them, until after a conversation is had so you could be feeling um sadness have a best friend call up and she's the one that's sad and then have this afterthought of holy cow that wasn't my sadness earlier that was my friends and so one of the things that we talk about in the angel reiki school is not projecting Um, but in that situation, Deb, you always want to kind of make sure that you're in a safe spot. I mean, we live in a day and age where unfortunately bad things happen when we're out in the, the open now, you know, and, and shootings can happen and different things. And so if you do feel that way, I think that you should always take precaution and get yourself to a safe space. But, um, but as an empath, I, I, it's interesting because i think that what you were taking on is the energy of other people around you but then it's kind of identifying where is it coming from Mm -hmm. yeah um that's so beautiful Friend, if the idea of connecting to your angels and changing your life using your very own spiritual gifts sounds amazing and is deeply resonating with you today, I want you to go on my website and check out my angel membership. Registration is open. Sign up today and you'll get access to new course content and events each week and a private community. Members love how everything you need for your spiritual awakening is all in one place. Sign up today, Angel membership. It's incredibly healing. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes below. Leave a five star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. Lastly, check out the upcoming events page on my website, theangelmedium.com, because we have a lot of upcoming events that I know you're going to be interested in. Deb, you're such a healer. This was coming in when I was praying on your energy this morning, um, kind of preparing for all the podcasts that we were going to do today. Uh, What is it that you do for work? I'm a teacher okay have you thought about doing something though in this realm Hmm. yeah I have. yeah i don't know you don't have to do it i'm not a pusher but if you have the book i want you to reread the section on the seraphim and seraphina um because they're around you like in droves the other ones are Haniel, or er, Uriel, and raziel are all with you um, really drawing out of you a lot of why you're here and um i gotta tell you like there are times where i feel like i wish i would have listened earlier in my life in my 20s and started things sooner but then the angels come in shaking their head and they said, no, you had to go through the life experiences that you did in order to walk this path. And everybody's timeline is different on that. And what I really feel like um is coming out of Seraphina a lot is building you up with confidence because I keep feeling you brush off like their messages a little bit where they're trying to come through and be like, no, now's your time. We need you to hop I, on board. I've
1: told before you practically have to bonk me over the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, because but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying because I'm trying to be led in the direction I'm supposed to go, but I, I'll try to be more aware of that.
0: Well, and, and, you know, when I, um, I went to uh so i had my kind of like mental breakdown i had w- been working with a spiritual teacher after my dad had passed away um, but she was in california and then i had a mental breakdown and i finally was ready to figure things out and i was just in a stage of god lead me and um I went to this kind of spiritual conference of sorts. And I remember talking to this one woman and I was like, what do I need to do? And she said, you need to learn some sort of healing modality. It could be any healing modality that you want to learn. But when you learn it, your spiritual gifts are going to come out. And then very shortly after that, I went through my, you know, a very long um, energy healing program over about like, I forget if it was like five or six months and she was totally spot on. Like that's exactly what happened is your spiritual gifts come out. So they were saying to kind of pass that message along with you. It doesn't have to be me. You know, it can be anywhere that you want to go, but you need a program that's going to bring out your spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell us the other angel story. Well, I have um, some, let's see, I have
1: some signs that have been pretty amazing that I would like to share. First one, um, first one, my husband and I both have grandfathers who smoked a pipe when they were living. And um, we were on our way up to tell my mother and uh, father-in-law that we were expecting our first child. And we were driving, windows are up, and we're driving through this small town in Wisconsin, and we smelled pipe smoke. And um, I looked at my husband, he looked at me, do you smell that? Yeah, we both smelled it. It It was almost just like a feeling like they were with us as we were going to announce, you know, that we were expecting. So pipe smoke kind of, I've been aware of that. Um, my one other time, well, there's a few times we um, smelled pipe smoke. But um, one other time we were going to go visit my grandma who lived in San Francisco, she was in her 90s. And um, as I was heading up to bed one night on the stairs, I, I smelled this pipe smoke, and we I went up into the bathroom, and it was just like a knowingness that she had passed away. And so I went down and I told, you know, my husband and family members, I'm pretty sure my grandma just passed away because, you know, why do you feel that way? Well, I just felt, I smelled the pipe smoke and I just, I don't know, I just felt it. So then the next morning my dad called me and told me that my grandma had passed away last night. And um, I knew it before he even said it, you know, So that was just, um, I don't know. I just felt, yeah, we were sad. We didn't get to visit her, you know, but I was glad that I had that communication, I guess. Um, the other one's kind of funny as far as I was expecting my daughter and it's a blizzard in Wisconsin. And my, um, I was tucking my son in for bed, and and he said, Mom, I just really hope the baby comes tonight. And I said, well, I'm going to hope that it comes maybe in 12 hours. Not (laughs) not right now, (laughs) because we we doctored in Minnesota, so it was like a 40-mile drive. Well, sure enough, 9.30 at night, I start labor. And... (laughs) This was a time when you had a bag phone that you plugged into the lighter in your car. We didn't have cell phones oh, yeah. at that time. So my husband was kind of reading up on how to deliver a baby on the side of the road. Wow. Um, our neighbor was up, so we borrowed his four-wheel drive. And, um, and I called the, the nurse's station. I said, we're, we're going to leave. Because they said, well, you know, you should probably go. Your contractions are... This far apart, and um, so we headed out. And I said, "If you don't see us in forty-five, well, probably an hour, please send help." (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're going down the highway, and um, I just remember we just didn't know if we were going to make it. And I just said a prayer. I said, "God, please give me a sign that I'm going to make it to the hospital in time." And then we smelled the pipe smoke.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So I just thought, I, and I asked my husband, do you smell that? Yep. And I said, well, I just prayed that we would know we're going to make it to the hospital. So just go slow, but I know we're
0: going to get there. <laughs> and you did, of course, right? Yeah, we did. Wow. Deb, mm-hmm. that is incredible. I
1: know. I know. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, so
1: um, let's see here. Um, I I wanted to share, um, I've always felt like kids, you know, are a lot more open to receiving messages from loved ones that have passed on. Um, And I experienced this with my daughter. She, um, She was always one that needed me to be right there playing with her. And occasionally I'd hear her giggling, and she would um i'd say, "Well, who are you playing with?" You know she'd say, "Grandpa Freddie," and my dad's name was Fred, so I just assumed that it was um you know my dad she was pretending to play with my dad, and um we were up north, it was a holiday the grandparents and my mother-in-law were looking at pictures and I had my daughter in my arms and we walked in next to the pictures and she pointed at this man who I've never met. And she said, grandpa Freddie. Wow. Yeah. And his name was Fred. It was, um, I think it was grandma's father. And, um, so I just felt like, wow, he's kind of watching over with her Obviously, playing with her, entertaining her, thank goodness, because I always had to play with her. But, and did um, you say that was your
0: great grandfather?
1: Not my grandfather. It was my husband's grandma's father, I think.
0: Okay. Yep. It was a
1: great grandparent.
0: A testament to the fact that, you know, when you do come in for sessions or readings, um, A lot of times people are surprised when like a great grandparent or something comes through, but they're just as much a part of your spirit team as the people that you knew. You don't realize if you've lived thousands of lifetimes, how many souls you're really connected to on the Mm -hmm. other side.
1: Yeah, that was just really neat.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I Mm -hmm. love that. So did she carry that on like the that connection? as she got older,
1: you know, I, I didn't hear much about it. You know, she's not said anything to me about it, but as a child, she was quite aware.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. That's good feedback to tell her though, because it's so nice to hear those things. I think as an adult, it helps you to piece together things that you're feeling that you just can't always explain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Deb, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my gosh. They said, look at the clock. It's 1111 here. Oh, cool. Time time to go, huh? (laughs) I know. I love it. No, I love it. Thank you so much for being here. What I want to do is, um, we've kind of been just ending each episode recently, um, with just sending out energy to the world. So would you mind joining me in, in doing that right here, right now? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to have to have everybody close your eyes, take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I just want you to imagine that The crown of your head is opening it makes an opening maybe a quarter size Maybe the size of a bottom of a coke can And down through the crown of your head comes this beautiful oneness energy You can feel it fall all around the sides of you in front of you behind you but you can also feel it just pour right into your physical body. And I want you to take this connection that you're feeling right now and everybody listening, what you're feeling right now, and I want you to see with your imagination that loving energy pouring through your crown, going into your heart, going into the palms of your hands. And if you want to, you can even kind of put your hands up so that your your palms are facing out towards the world. And I just want you to send from your heart chakra, your hands or both, this oneness energy out to the world. I really feel a lot of that Archangel Michael energy surrounding you Deb today. And I want us to send this Archangel Michael energy out to everybody listening right now. God, please protect everybody who is listening right now. Help them to really know like they know, like they know that Archangel Michael is with them guiding them, loving them, directing them, protecting them, helping them to step out of their egoic mind and step into their own intuition. Helping them to see the signs around them. Helping to to hear the messages, the divine, loving, positive messages that God, universe, source are trying to bring through to everybody listening right now. Friends, as you go about the rest of your day, I want you to feel this presence of Archangel Michael. What he says is that there's specific messages that they are trying to bring through to you today. So continue to just carry this energy with you. And when you see that sign, symbol, or message, know today that is meant for you. Um, friends, thank you so, so much for being here. Just... Uh, say a little thanks, a little prayer to God, universe source energy. And um, if you have angel stories that you want to share, we'd love to share them on the show. You can now go over to the website, theangelmedium.com and go to the angel story tab where you can submit your story and we'll have you on. Thank you everybody for listening and um, open up your heart because I know those messages are coming to you today. Deb, thank you for being here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Julie.
0: You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are sitting around you now, who's connecting with you and how they're supporting you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a virtual session. You can do a reading with me or a member on my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the best they can to support you and guiding you to the life you want to live. Virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Never, never, never offered on social media. Only offered on theangelmedium.com. Sign up today. You'll learn energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages and business mastery skills. That's the Angel Reiki School. You can find more information on theangelmedium.com or DM me over on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions you have. Friends, before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hand on your heart, taking a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love in front of you. I want you to step into that love in front of you. And I want you to feel it as it fills your body, your chakras, and your auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.